When John Hiller first moved to Oklahoma City, one of his friends gave him a tour. They were driving around the area near May Avenue and 63rd. A lot of the businesses are called Lakeview or Lakeside. Uh, and he said that the developers there thought that when they built Lake Hefner that the shore was going to be closer to that area. So John asked how curious. Is Lake Hefner in the wrong place? This is How Curious from KGOU, exploring your questions about the state we call home. I'm Claire Donnelly. John's right. There are quite a few businesses in that area with the word lake in the name. And if you look at a map, there are entire neighborhoods. Lake Hurst, Lakeside, Lakeview. So what we're going to see now is we're going to go into uh, Lakeside Drive, um, which is not on the lake. Uh, it's near the lake. Landon Witt is showing me some homes. He's a realtor at Metro First Realty. So we'll check this one out. This is a new reno renovated house. So as we go in, we notice that uh, they're using kind of a gray and beige combination. This was actually the number one selling color uh, in the United States this year, as well as in Oklahoma City. The wall color? The wall color, yep. You'll notice this lakeside house is really nice. Everything feels very clean and sleek. The kitchen has a big marble island, a shiny subway tile backsplash, a six-burner commercial-grade gas stove. And that good picture window overlooking a backyard that, again, doesn't have a lake. Right. Even though it's on Lakeside Drive, this house is not actually lakeside. Wood says having the word lake in the street name makes a difference. Just a generic home in Lakeside. Okay, Lakeside Estates, which is a, a prominent neighborhood that's right by the lake, has an, a median uh, square foot size of 1,695. Whereas when we take the median square foot size of a home that has lake in the street, it's 2,545 square foot. So houses on streets with the word lake are bigger compared to just any old house in the lakeside neighborhood. Back in the car, I ask Wit, why is this? Are people buying houses based on street names? He says, not exactly. But I've never had someone say, no, I don't want to buy that house, or I do want to buy that house because of the street name. He says it's not because of buyers. It's because of the people developing the homes. Builders are deciding to build fancier homes on streets that are called lake. And bigger, fancier homes cost more money. Witt says houses on streets with the word lake have increased in value or appreciated 6% faster over the past 10 years than average Oklahoma City homes. He says developers have figured out people like living close to water. A 2016 study in the Journal of the Marine Biological Association of the United Kingdom found people living near the coast are generally healthier and happier. So neighborhoods and businesses could be using the word lake in their names just to seem fancier and more attractive, even if they're not that close to Lake Hefner. Or is it possible, like John Hiller's friend said, engineers were going to put Lake Hefner in one place and then change their minds and moved it somewhere else? To learn more about the history of the lake, I call Dale Bershay. So where would you like to start? 1889? Is that early enough for you? Bershay grew up down the street from Lake Hefner and spent lots of time as a kid playing there, fishing and having picnics. It was just part of uh, part of our life, you know, like the Northwest Highway and Cinema 70 Drive-In and Wedgwood Park. And it's just, just part of our, of, our, of our sphere. As an adult, he got involved with the group Friends of Lake Hefner. It's a nonprofit that works to protect the lake and enhance its recreational areas. Bershay says he has 10 gigabytes of computer files on Lake Hefner. 
And he's not kidding when he says we're starting in 1889. The area where the lake sits right now was part of the 1889 land run. The land run was when the U.S. government opened up the so-called unassigned lands for settlement after forcing out Native Americans. Settlers claimed land across what is now Oklahoma City, and they all needed water. According to the city utilities department, at first, most settlers would buy water by the bucketful from one city well. As the city grew, it built more and more wells, but it couldn't keep up with the growing population. So the Overholzer Dam opened in 1918. Now, fast forward to 1939. City leaders developed a water master plan. It included a $4 million project to build a dam and reservoir at Bluff Creek, northwest of the city limits at the time. Then-Mayor of Oklahoma City Robert Hefner and the city council approved it. But Bershay says some of the people who lived on the land didn't want to give it up. Uh, these people didn't want to sell, and so the land was taken by eminent domain. Eminent domain lets governments take private property for public use. The city started construction on the dam and reservoir in 1940. Then the project was delayed for several years because of a shortage of workers and supplies during World War II. Bershay says one couple, Ollie Gray and Maggie Gossin, took their time moving out. They actually didn't leave their farm until the water was lapping at the doors. And in, in, in times of extreme drought, you can actually walk out there and see uh, the foundation of their houses and their, and their buildings that were out there. In 1945, the city council reportedly voted to change the name from Bluff Creek Reservoir to Lake Hefner. And the project was completely finished two years later. These days, Lake Hefner is one of the city's sources of water, but it's also a big place for recreation. Uh, this is the harbor, uh, the Oklahoma City Boat Club. Bruce McDermott stands on the east side of the lake, looking out at hundreds of sailboats docked in the water. He's the historian at the Oklahoma City Boat Club, a private sailing club. When, when we travel to other places um, to sail and tell them where we're from, they say, oh yes, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they remember it. Lake Hefner is really good for sailing. Even though it's not very big, 2,500 acres, it has relatively smooth water and lots of wind. The boat club has more than 200 members. Some call the lake area the Central Park of Oklahoma City. Now, back to John Hiller's question. Was the lake supposed to be where it is now? Basically, yes. I looked at some of the original plans for the Bluff Creek Reservoir at the city clerk's office, and they show the lake in the same place. But Jennifer Day at the clerk's office says officials would probably only save the plans they approved, not all of the rejects. Dale Bershay says the lake was supposed to be bigger. On the north side of the area where the lake is, there was, a, there was a business called the Gaylord Golden Guernsey Dairy. They apparently had enough clout that uh, they were able to stop the city from taking their land with eminent domain. And instead, the lake, a smaller lake, was built. But I also found some rare aerial pictures of the Bluff Creek Reservoir Dam being built. And there's pretty much nothing around. No businesses or houses. Which means there probably weren't any places named Lakeside or Lakefront before there was a lake. That's it for this episode of How Curious. The show is a production of KGOU Radio. It's produced by me, Claire Donnelly, and edited by Jacob McClelland. David Gray composed our theme music. Special thanks this week to Buddy Johnson. And please, send us your questions about Oklahoma. Our email address is curious at kgou.org.